Welcome to another episode of Follow the Brand. I am your host, Grant McGaw, CEO of Five Star BDM, a five-star personal branding and business development company. I want to take you on a journey that takes another deep dive into the world of personal branding and business development using compelling personal stories, business conversations, and tips to improve your personal brand. By listening to the Follow the Brand podcast series, you will be able to differentiate yourself from the competition and allow you to build trust with prospective clients and employers. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Make it one that will set you apart, build trust, and reflect who you are. Developing your five-star personal brand is a great way to demonstrate your skills and knowledge. If you have any questions for me or my guests, please email me at grant.magaw, spelled M-C-G-A-U-G-H, at 5star BDM, B for brand, D for development, M for masters.com. Now let's begin with our next five-star episode on Follow the Brand. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode on Follow the Brand, a five-star brand that you can follow. We're going to be here today with a very, very special guest, Mr. Nares Sam Lal. He is an, an accomplished IT executive for a number of different years, and I wanted to bring him onto the show to, to share a lot of the things that has made him successful, a lot of the, the passion that he has, and what he's truly interested in from a IT management perspective. A lot of things he's going to talk about is about having smart goals, very specific goals that lead you to toward an evolution toward your best self and how important having that personal brand and being very, very uh, uh, distinctive in what you're trying to uh, accomplish. Make sure that you are very, very uh, reliable in, in, in how to have that mind change shift as you start to uh, change and move into your own endeavors. You're going to learn about how to spend your time more wisely, how to engage with very impactful mentors that can lead you to your next step. And then it gives you some focus around being an entrepreneur and on that constant pursuit to the next level. So Naresh has been around for a while uh, in, in South Florida. And as I stated, he's an IT executive at Vitas Healthcare. A little bit about his bio that uh, he has had. He's had several leadership roles in various organizations throughout South Florida. He's accumulated a diverse background in technologies, cultures, and methodologies as a result of experience with industries such as airline, pharmaceuticals, corporate real estate, higher education, healthcare, and, and others. Now, Naresh is a lifelong entrepreneur, having built numerous businesses in various industries. Naresh is the founder of the Spark Company, which is dedicated to motivating and coaching individuals to breaking through mental ceilings in order to realize their full potential. Naresh has concurrent business ventures that he draws from to share on the podcast, as well as coaching and mentoring sessions. So 
light. Sit back for a while. You're going to truly in, um, be entertained by Naresh and I as we walk you through this journey. And I'm sure you'll want to bring out your pen, your pencil, whatever you use to record various uh, key nuggets that I think is going to be super impactful on your journey in your personal brand. So thank you very much for uh, tuning in again into the Follow the Brand. And we look forward to another good discussion. This is Grant McGar, your host of Follow the Brand. We have a special, special guest. He's a personal friend of mine, Mr. Naresh Samlal. He has been in the South Florida market on the scene from an IT perspective, from an entrepreneurial perspective. He, you're going to listen to him as he talks about his portfolio of different endeavors that he's been involved in. I invited him to this show because I believe he has a an enormous, just a enormous personal brand that I have had the opportunity to to witness, to to actually, I would say, articulate in word when we did a, I think it was about three years ago or so, did a private article. And I felt what he was doing in his role uh, as an AVP at uh, VTOS, and I'll let him talk about that a little bit more, uh, was very, very substantial. And he walked me through his journey from coming from Trinidad to the U.S. and finding his passion in the IT realm. And then I began to learn more and more about him. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Naresh Samlal. Grant, thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate the opportunity to share, to support your, your podcast and your endeavors. I always you know, figured, I always know you would do some, some really cool things and that we would work together in in multiple capacities, which we have so far over the last recent years, right? We've done a couple of things together. Um, and so, you know, I consider you like, like the mayor in town, you know, everybody knows Grant. He's always at events. He's all, you know, he's in on the who's who's uh, list of, of everyone. So um, great connector, great networker, you know, um, and good people like to keep good people around. And so the fact that you're in, in everyone's company, I, I you know, I want to, I want to stay close to you as well. Right. Oh, likewise, yeah. likewise, you know, birds of a feather flock together, right? right? Right. So tell the audience, tell tell them a little bit more that you can't get out of just reading an article or just kind of listening to a bio. Let's hear a little bit more about you and your personal brand. Yeah, sure. So, so you know, first of all, I want to say that, you know, your podcast is, you know, it touches on something that's very very important to me. And I've, I've developed this specifically um, my entire working life. And so when you talk about personal brand, it is, it is something that I'm, I'm very passionate about. I, I've put a lot of time and energy. I've, I've studied it. Um, I'm by no means I've arrived. Uh, if anything, we're always going to be a student of, the, of, of how we get better tomorrow and be better than we were yesterday. Um, but personal branding is something that's become really important to me. It's very exciting. Um, and when, when, when you identify and you recognize what it is, what it can do for you and how to fertilize it, I, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And Agreed. You know, Agreed. In, in, in my example, I'll, you know, and we'll talk a little bit about some of these things today, but you overcome odds. And, and that's one of the, that's one of the coolest things for me is 
it's a tool that we all have available to us if we can leverage it properly to overcome odds, right? And so we'll talk about some of those things today, but brand, you know, personal branding is, is one of my favorite topics. I absolutely love it. You can't stop me from talking about it. No matter whatever this podcast would have been about, we would have been talking about that anyway. So <laughs> good thing we're talking, you know, good thing that that's, uh, that's where you center your, your content around because it's one of my favorite topics. So thank you so much again. No, without question. Now I'm curious because you, you bring up a great topic, a great point, meaning that you and your professional career, as you've you know, spanned over these last you know, decades, you would say that you, that you have been a professional and that you picked up on personal branding probably at an early age. And I want to hear about that. Like what, what, what intrigued you? What turned that button on for you? Yeah. So great question. I wish I can tell you there was a light switch that went off for me and it might've been, I just can't remember it right now. But what I can tell you is that it's never one thing, at least in my case, it was not a one and done. It was one of those things where um, I had very specific goals. And we, we hear about, you know, it's, it's underrated. People think it's tacky. They, they downplay it, but creating goals is a real thing using, you know, the smart methodology is something that, you know, is tried and true. And, and so, you know, when I learned at a really early age to apply, you know, goal setting and then supplying action to, to achieve those goals, um, I didn't have some of the components that were very conventional. So for example, I didn't go to college. I don't have a college education, right? And so when I, right out of high school, I knew then that I wanted to be in technology. I did not know then that I, you know, my path was destined to be an executive in technology. It was, I wanted to fix computers. I wanted to be around computers. I wanted to be hands-on. I wanted to be, you know, as what we will term today, I wanted to be a hardware guy, a desktop support guy. Like that, that was fun for me. That was intriguing, largely because um, I knew then also that, if you want to be in technology, you're going to have to evolve. You're not going to be, yeah. you know, you're not going to be static. Um, and it's probably not fair for me to do this, but if you look at other, um, other um, verticals, like I hate to do this, but like, like accounting or something like that. Yes. I'm sure there's evolution. There's rule changes. There's, you know, different things they have to keep up with, but technology changes from one day to the next. Right. Really? And yes. early on in technology, I learned that you needed to be current at all times. And that is, that is something that if you, if you rested on your laurels and you, you did not push yourselves to stay at the cutting edge and stay with the bleeding edge, you were going to be irrelevant real quick. And that early on attracted me. That was something that I want, because I, I wanted to continuously be hungry. And so <laughs> you know, getting exposed to technology at that time was made a lot of sense for me. I, I felt then it fit me, you know, really well. And um, I decided to pursue, you know, my certifications and working in a computer store. And, you know, and soon after that, I got into, um, into more enterprise computing and so forth. And, and, you know, fast forward to today, been through a lot of companies in South Florida um, in, in a hardware support, you know, um, capacity in various roles, but, um, you know, I've never looked back since then. And, and technology today is, is very much a part of my makeup part, very much of the fabric of who I am. Right. It's, it's, it's been a vehicle for me to flourish in ways that I've grown, you know, quite a bit in over the years. So, 
Um, you know, I, I, I really enjoy it. People know me, you know, in that, in that particular space. Um, you know, my, my, I have family members that still call me to fix their computers. I'm like, dude, it's been a while. (laughs) You know, you take the words right out of my mouth. I'm sitting there thinking like, you know, I see Naresh, he's like maybe 20 years old and he's tinkering our computers. And then he's, he's the IT guy. You are the family fixer when it comes to everything data related. I used to be, (laughs) I used to be, um, I still get asked asked for opinions when buying a laptop or I'm like, you know, I ask other people for that. Today. <laughs> um, You've evolved. <laughs> I've evolved. And, and so, yeah, so that, that's where exactly where I was going is that, you know, just like the industry, um, one, you know, I, I was attracted to the industry because the industry kept moving. But what that also did for me was it put me in a place where I had to keep moving as well. I had to grow and develop because as I got exposed to certain things, I wanted more and I wanted more and I wanted more. So, you know, coming out of high school, I wanted to fix computers, fixing computers. I wanted to work in a corporate environment, work in a corporate environment. Well, wait, I could, I could do that. I could do that. Become, you know, system administrator, what have you, what have you, IT manager. And you can kind of keep, and I keep, keep moving with a certain momentum. And in order to do that, it's not just, well, to be perfectly honest, I kind of stopped getting certifications after a while, really early on, because then I realized um, I didn't want to be the most technical person. I wanted to be the person that people can depend on, that was reliable, that was going to get the job done, and that somebody can count on in technology. And so I started to develop those skills, right? And and, and that was great for a while. And then I realized, wait a minute, I actually want to do that for other people as well. And that's when I, you know, uh, turned a corner and started going into IT management and leading people. And, you know, ever since I've done that, that skill, that, that sector within technology and, you know, it's really been about people management, people development, and those types of things. That's the kind of stuff that today really drives me and really tickles me. That's the stuff that really is, is fun for me, um, to, you know, help folks that are going through that path, trying to navigate those challenges that I've already done in my own ways, right, wrong, or indifferent. I've done it. Um, and I, I love telling my story. I love, love sharing. I love seeing other people take advantage of the mistakes I made and, and accelerate their future, right. And accelerate the path that I once, you know, did the hard way in a lot of ways, because you, you you've done it and what I'm hearing is that it's, it's, you've evolved from just the technical aspects, the hands-on, and you got the opportunity to step back and, and look at it from the human aspect, you know, the, the people aspect. Yep. And what does that look like? And then I believe you also had that entrepreneurial spirit, right? And you became that go-to person. You know, if I remember right, you were like people would line up to to get uh, to, to utilize your services as a business because of the brand that you had created. Right now, we're not talking about just marketing, just putting out that people you were known in the industry as the the best, and you created that, correct? So, I mean, it's one of those things where when you center your your focus on 
on doing the right thing by people, um, good things follow, right? And so there was, um, you know, there was a change in, in, in mindset for me when I actually right before I entered management roles. And so um, when I started, when I changed, you know, I started to see the big picture and then changed my mindset changed and my perspective changed. I started seeing people differently. And I started seeing the, the, you know, I started appreciating the, the dependency on people to perform for you to be successful as a manager and as a leader. Right. And that was a whole new world that opened up for me. And it was extremely exciting because um, one of the most fulfilling things, you know, and I, I've happened to, you know, experience this a bunch of times is to see people that, um, that you've had influence on grow, develop, flourish, and, and surpass you in a lot of ways. And it's really rewarding. And that's quite frankly, it's addicting. It's like really watching your, watching your kids grow up, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah, that's something that you do it once you see it, you even get a taste of it. And, and, you know, I, I'm completely hooked on that. So, you know, fast forward to where I am today. I, I love, you know, helping people um, be their best self. Right. And, and I say that because that is how I'm approaching my life today is how do I become my best self? And at first, I believe starts with identifying what you're good at, and what you're not good at. Right. Right. Understanding, um, not, not living life casually, but living life with a purpose and understanding what can, what value can I add? Right. And that could be to your job. It could be to your family. It could be to your loved ones. It could be to strangers, but really understanding, Hey, what, what is my purpose here? What am I good at? Right? right. If I'm not good at something, it doesn't mean that that's not my purpose, but really you got to know where you are so you can understand where you need to go. Is that fair? No, and that's very fair. And I think as people evolve over time, they go through different uh, reiterations of understanding who they are. Right. And their brand, your brand will change. Absolutely. And it should change every three, five, seven, ten years. You should see some start changes in how you're approaching your life and how you view yourself because you're unfolding. I yep. believe there, there, there's natural unfoldment and you're allowing that to happen. And, and the thing is, yes, we go through these phases. Um, it's unfortunate that a lot of people don't even realize they're moving through phases. Right. Um, and, and one of the big, one of the, the benefits of, you know, recognizing and living in that moment and, and realizing exactly where you are is knowing how to prioritize things where you spend your time. And I say that as it relates to how you develop, right? So if I, if I know that, you know, I'm not really great with confrontation, for example, then you have to know if where you want to go, do I need to be better at that? Probably. Right. Um, and, and that's for me, but if, if it's, if where you want to go, does, you know, that's not something that's going to be quite important. Whatever it is that's important, you put your time, your energy, and you develop those skill sets. That doesn't mean ignore your weaknesses by any means, but you really put, you prioritize the things you want to spend your time on to develop yourself. And so coming back to personal branding, I, I, it started to unfold for me as to what is important to me. What, what is my passion? What true, when I pull apart everything, 
what is left as the as the 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 in its purest form what is my passion and yes. for me it was people and developing people it wasn't technology was a vehicle right right um my 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 ventures my personal ventures were was a vehicle to do that at its core it was bringing out the best in people helping them realize their potential through whatever vehicle that is and for me when I, when I realized that, I started now to start really focusing on developing that skill set in a more formal manner. Uh, you so, double down. You double down. Well, absolutely, right? And so that's yeah. how, you know, listen, if I, if I want to, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to be the best at it. I'm going to be the best that I can be at it, right? And that does not happen by accident. It, you don't stumble upon that. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort on your past your part and it has to be conscious it has to be deliberate it can't be casual it can't be you know when i have time no you if if you want to make something of yourself it has to be deliberate effort that you put into it you have to go get it it's not going to just fall into your lap i know people talk about luck and you know and 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 all these different scenarios that you know makes you wonder how how them and not me you know my philosophy is that at some point in time, you did something you may not know, you may not remember, you may not even have identified what you did, but everything that you did led up to where you are today. Absolutely. Without Good. question, how did you get it in this time, in this space, in this exactly. scenario, right? And all the other moving parts and all the people? Because if I wasn't, I look at how I met you. I remember, I remember, I, you know, I, Matter of fact, it was at a HIMS event and I invited you to a golf outing and you came out and we just happened to be in the same golf group, uh, yep. group cart, whatnot, you, me and uh, Bill Waddell. Yep. And we spent the whole day and that was called serendipitous. Right. Right. But it got me a great, great opportunity to know you as a person. But there was a lot of things, like you said, was I intentional? And I would say, yes, because in my world, I'm an IT sales professional. Right. Right. That's my day job. Right. right? And my job is to know, you know, who are the people that can best utilize the services that I am providing. Right. Right. And I don't want to, you know, you're, you're the type of person in your position, you're going to get sales pitch after sales pitch after sales right. pitch. How do you differentiate yourself? So for me, I just couldn't like, all right, let me send uh, uh, Naresh about 100 emails and then he'll probably know my name, you know, if he hasn't blocked me uh, uh, completely. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't feel that was going to be effective for me at, at all. I knew I had to know you on a personal level. Right. And, by, and that becomes the bridge to have meaningful conversations. Just a meaningful conversation. If things are working and they're working, they're there. But the last thing I want to do is to bring to you things that are just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not going to work. Like we have a good conversation. Like Grant, you know, I have this problem. This is what I'm struggling with. What, what, what's in your bag of tricks? Is this something that's in your world? If it's not in your world, can you bring me somebody that can help? And that's that's how you create value. Yep. Right. And that's being. But that was intentional. Getting back to what we were just talking about, but a personal right. branding. Now you know. Grant McGaw, as opposed just to my my company or right. my my product, you know the person. Right, person is very valuable. Yeah. Right, and that's what matters most at the end of the day is the relationship. 
Correct. Right. But you set out with a path, you set out on a path to, with a plan to develop a relationship. And right. that, that activity is really rinse and repeat for, you know, everything. You have to know where you want to go. You want to, you have to know with a level of clarity what you want the, re, the, the end result or the goal to be. Right. Right. Correct. And it doesn't mean that that it is precise or it has to be. It, it, it's a guide. It is to get you directionally in the place that you want to be. And so just like golf, right? We want to hit right. it in the direction of the hole. Not everybody is capable of hitting it at that blade of grass necessarily, right? But directionally, you're going to go in that, you're going to head that way. And so how do you, how do you make that a reality is the plan that you come up with and you articulated you know, the, the mechanism you employed to, to deliver on that. And that is no different than, you know, how you want to build your personal brand. Right. But it it really, before you even get there is you got to know where you're at. Correct. You have to have a a real talk to yourself, um, a real, you know, objective view of who you are, what your weaknesses are, what your strengths are. Right. SWOT analysis, a real SWOT analysis. real. (laughs) It's personal. It's personal. And, and, and if, if you're strong in everything, you probably need outside help. (laughs) Right. Superhuman, right. Yeah. And so that's, for me, that's been the benefit of mentors, right? That's also something not to be taken lightly because a fresh pair of eyes from an outside perspective will usually enlighten you with, with a level of truth. Right. Um, And it's to look for, it's to find your blind spots. And so, you know, I, I have, and I had many mentors, you know, I remember reaching out to um, a handful of people that had CIOs, for example, that had, um, that were in places that I, at the time aspired to be. Okay. Right. And so now here's the difference. This here's a secret I'm going to give to, to folks that are listening today. Grant, as a, as a salesperson, you would not have the level of success with connecting with that person as I did by asking for mentorship. Right. It's a whole different, it's immediate. It is humbling to that person. One of the most powerful things you can do is ask someone for mentorship because you are essentially putting yourself in a position where you will get the absolute best out of that person because not very many people will get asked that. Can you guide my life is what you're asking for. Right. True. And mentors take that extremely seriously, extremely seriously. They will give you the best that they have to offer. It may not be um, the best you can get, but you're going to get the best out of them. Let me ask you this. Yep. Because I've known people that have gone for, because there's, there's like three different worlds to that, right? There's advocates, somebody who's advocating for you for advancement. There are mentors, as you said, that's a, almost a one-on-one coaching experience over time. Yes. And then there are sponsors. And they're usually outside of the, the, the you know, the day-to-day, they're outside of your organization usually, but they're a good good, good sponsor. They could be in, internal to the organization as well. It's just right. a matter of timing. Right. Um, so I think that in the audience, and I, I've heard this a lot of times 
the approach. Mm-hmm. How did you approach that person? Did you just talk to them? Did you already have an established relationship? You know, how, how did that take place? Almost never had an established relationship. Mm-hmm. And so first things first is I had to, I had to change my mindset. One of being, you know, an egotistical hotshot at a young age that was just, you know, the man to somebody that, that had to, I had to humble myself remove my ego and say, you know, cold contact, walk up in a meeting, whatever, right. And network, like just put myself out there, right. Be very vulnerable and, and say, listen, uh, my name is Naresh Samlal. This is who I am. Explain my background a little bit by myself in just two minutes. You know, I, I see you as this, this person, You've, you know, from what I can tell, you've taken a path that is really attractive to me. I want to pursue a path like that. Would you consider mentoring me? This episode is brought to you by Five Star BDM. Five Star BDM is a professional consulting and advisory group keenly focused on business development services for small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. Although every business is unique, they often share challenges that can be addressed through smart branding. Services include process improvement in operations, digital strategy and transformation, business intelligence, digital marketing, and personal branding. Our five-star business and personal branding company has helped a number of professionals and organizations to optimize and grow. The result is more business, more opportunities, better reach, positive outcomes. Please visit www.5starbdm.com to learn more and view all the episodes of Follow the Brand. Wow. Yeah. You got to do it, right? Put it out there. Just, yeah. It it takes a lot of vulnerability because in that moment, see, here's the thing though. Here's what- Now, let me ask you this. Were you intentional? Like, did you go to this- seminar you knew this person was going to be there you had rehearsed your elevator pitch i mean what was that preparation like i'm a horrible horrible planner i never first i never studied in school so i'm I'm not the guy that prepared or i wing everything um i i might be slightly talented in that sense to get away with it but i did not plan i didn't um no i i didn't know but what here's what i did do I knew I needed to be in places where those people potentially could be. I did that much, right? So if there was a CIO event, for example, um, okay, I'm going to go. And <laughs> you know one, um, but I'm going to go. And so what I did over time was consciously work on building my network. And it didn't always mean going external. I, I probably I would leverage my internal network first to, to then build out. But then I would l- use that as a gateway to get out, right? And uh, and meet people, and and not every time I went up right away, right? Maybe at you know in that particular event, for example, maybe I just couldn't find the right time or the right you know um, the right moment of privacy to make that conversation effective. And I would I would let it be, and I I would you know come back, regroup, and I I reach out, shoot an email out, shoot a LinkedIn message out. Right, you know, but I I was very calculated. I was not going to shortcut that. It had to be high quality. It had to be personal. It had to be genuine. I was not going to 
water down the, you know, the, the, um, the high, the, the quality of that delivery and that message, because it needs to be heartfelt. And that was really key. Sure. Yeah. It, it couldn't have been um, spam. It could, it had to be from, you know, it had to be, it, you had to feel the emotion coming from me. And I, because I, I was putting myself in that place to give you emotionally where I'm coming from. Correct. You know, I really look up to you. There are things that you know that I really would like to know because I would like to know how I navigate the waters that maybe you can give me a couple of pointers that, you know, could help me do it a little bit differently. Right. And, um, and that was really my approach. Just, I, I did not, um, I did not. This person was not even in your organization. They were outside of your, your, your company or I'm talking about CIOs in most cases that I had no business talking to meeting running into comp- so far away from me um, in, a, in a socioeconomic sense that right. I, I should not have been able to connect with them. And I'm very, very fortunate today to call these people friends and part of my network. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Awesome story. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. But you know what? It, it, also, <laughs> it also became kind of fun because <laughs> I learned through that exercise of of gaining mentors, that exercise I just described for you helped me realize a new muscle that I didn't realize I had before. And I started leveraging that in different ways, right? I started, um, and in a lot of ways, Grant, you would relate to that because you, you've got to have some of that in, in a sales capacity. When you're in a sales role, Absolutely. you got to have, you know, you got to be ready for rejection. You got to put yourself out there, be vulnerable. You gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta just step out of your comfort zone. And in a, in, for me, it was safe because I felt like I had control of that situation and it was personal. It was one-on-one. I'm not standing in front of a, you know, 15,000 people on a stage asking somebody for mentorship where I exposed right. myself so much. Right? right. Right. Here's the other thing that I, I, I learned throughout that is that that person that you're asking that is such a privilege to that person that if you do it very thoughtfully with the right emotion and you're genuine, your rate of success is very, very high. Well, you just said it. And I want the audience to really hone in on that. You have to be so genuine. Yep. Can't be fake. No, you have to come and you have to have absolute confidence because a person is not going to just pour into you their time if you're not ready. And that's the thing you need to do that self-assessment that you talked about earlier. If you're going to, you know, go to an accomplished professional, someone who's very successful, you want to you know, walk in those footsteps or gain some knowledge in that world. You got to be ready. Yep. You got to be ready. And, and then when you are ready and you are confident, they will take you under their wing. Right. And pull back some of their uh, the, the, the magic they have behind the, their curtain. Yep. And, and I'm sure that they look upon you even probably right now, like, wow, look at you grow. You know, look, at, look at you. You're doing some amazing things. Yep. And and, and you know what? It, it's not lost on me that, you know, I had um, pretty good guidance from real world, you know, um, leaders in that sense. Right. And so. Um, 
you've got to be, you, you know, in the point you made of being prepared, you have to be prepared to know, you don't have to know everything, but you can't go into that situation knowing, not knowing where you're at. That's really key because what's going to happen is that person is not going to do things for you. It is Correct. guidance, right? You know, if you're trying to get a job somewhere, that's not what you get mentorship for. Right. It's not transactional. It is for personal development. It is for growth. It is not for, it is not for executing transactions necessarily. Right. So it's gotta be, and that's when I, when I talk about being genuine, that's where that comes from. It's gotta be for you personally. They've got to know you're ready to take some bullets. Yeah. You've got to yeah. ask for, for, um, candor. You've got to ask for the truth. You've got to ask for it. it, it you know, you got to expect that it's not going to be sugarcoated um, because it is for your personal growth. And you, and you also have to take it. Yeah. The day you challenge it, you're pulling away from a mentor. You remind me of my football coach. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is what you want? Which All makes right. great mentors, right? A lot, exactly. of, a lot of mentorship happens at that age in, in sports, right? So you've got to, you've got to, I mean, you've got to know what you're signing up for. Right. But once you wrap your head around that and you sign up for it and you participate and engage and you really allow yourself to embrace it, your life will change. Absolutely change. I've seen your life change. You know, you've had some very significant things. And one, one thing I would like you to talk about when you were on that road as an, an entrepreneur, and I think you're still on that on that road. And how that you've taken all your experiences that you've gained and looked at yourself and you've done that self-assessment and that you're you 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 have this big well of 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 opportunity that you're looking into and trying to take advantage of. Can you just walk us through those experiences as an entrepreneur and how knowing yourself, your personal brand, how you traversed those worlds and where you're at now? So when you talk about when you talk about this this big well of opportunity, how you how you manage that, it's one of those things where, as an entrepreneur, um, personally, I found myself seeing an opportunity in every single thing around me, and that is hard to. That is really hard because you can find yourself trying to do too many things and not really developing one of those things enough for it to be meaningful, and in I want to be very clear. It doesn't mean you can't have multiple endeavors. What I do mean is you got to, you got to establish at least one at a time, right? You have to know, you have to know what you're doing. Don't be, you know, um, jumping from one thing to the next that that'll, that's not going to get you anywhere. That doesn't create meaningful success. You have to see things through, right? And it, again, it doesn't mean you can't do multiple things at the same time, but you're probably not going to start that way. <laughs> right. You're going to have to try and fail, try and fail many times to get good at knowing what not to do and what not to do as a, as a venture, but also for you. And then what not to do once you're in those particular situations, right? It's experience. It's pure right. experience. Now, mentorship, guidance, looking at other people and, and get, that's all well and good. That'll help you. But there are things that you have to go through that are emotional 
And you have to feel those things. I can't tell you what those things will feel like enough for you to really get it. There are emotions you have to go through. You have to feel, you know, the, the, your stomach drop when situations happen and you will have to wonder, how am I going to get out of this? Or how am I going to get this done? You have to feel that. I can't tell that. I can't tell you enough for you to get hundred percent of that. You have to be in that situation to feel, to feel everything against you, all of the odds against you. You have to feel how to muscle through that, how to fight that situation. Because in a lot of cases, it's a mental fight. Right. So me telling you is just theoretical. You actually doing it is really the magic in that situation, right? So going back to that, you know, today um, I'm, I'm an executive with a healthcare company in South Florida, um, a national healthcare company. I, and you know, it's, it's a really fulfilling job that I have um, to work in this space. Um, parallel to that, I have four concurrent businesses and um, I'll talk about one of them because they're an umbrella. So I, I actually have a business um, local, locally to me that my um, that I'm owner to, but my parents run that, and that's something that I purchased for them, developed for them, nice. to, to you know, so that they can have something um, that we have relative control over, right? So they have some security in that, and it's something that we offer. That you know, that's my dad's business in that sense. It's I. I He's the expert there. I'm just facilitating that for him, but we do spend a lot of time in that. I also have um, what's called the Spark Company. The Spark Company is, that's my baby. That is, you know, my motivation, my, my business coaching and personal development, career development company. Um, you know, as you know, I have my own podcast there called Do Something, uh, accommodating you, YouTube channel. Um, and we do some really cool things there. That's my, per- that's my outlet for what my passion really is, helping people develop and realize their best self. And so, you know, that was an, that was a, that's a story in itself, which we won't get into today, but that is what I see as, um, you know, a, uh, an umbrella for portfolio that I've started to develop all with the same theme of helping people. Right. right? Because if right. you go back to what I said earlier, when you, when you do things, I believe when you do things right and right by people that, you know, good things are going to come to you, right? Said differently, you're going to make money. You're going to make a lot of money, right? That doesn't mean that you can't do bad things and still make money. I, it's just temporary and it's unsustainable. You know, personally with my philosophy and my beliefs, uh, you do good things and good things will follow, right? And so I created the Spark Company with my, my wife and my two sons who are very instrumental in that. And it was largely intended to show them as an example, my kids as an example, that you don't have to be confined to the, the conventions of the world today, right? Okay. And yeah. you can think outside the box. And this is not only you can do it, but this is how you do it. And the Spark Company is a vehicle that we created to, to, to show, not just tell. And so subsidiary, subsidiaries of those, you know, I have a... Um, this is just fun for me. I do um, luxury watch trading. So I, I do a lot of high-end watches that are assets and appreciate in value, some really cool stuff. Uh, it's actually a, a really huge industry that a lot of people don't know yeah. about. Yeah, you told me uh, about that. I was intrigued. You, I mean, you think with, with um, Apple watches today, nobody wants to wear a watch I, or, or smartphones or you, nobody wears a watch anymore. I'll tell you, 
it's a really lucrative business. And it's funny because I just love timepieces. And that's one of the things that I do. So that's TSC timepieces, the Spark Company timepieces. Then I also have TSC financial services, which is the Spark Company financial services. That is one of those things that's very near to my heart because it is also a form of helping people, right? And there's, it's a multifold, multifaceted um, business that's actually growing very, very fast and servicing, you know, it's completely under an underserved market um, where we focus on life insurance and annuities, um, but educating folks on, on options that they never thought were available. I mean, financial strategies and re- retirement planning and things that, that the average person can afford and, and, you know, really change the trajectory of their life with simple products that, you know, it's just information and financial well, literacy. Fi- that financial literacy. Need. You just yeah, talked about that. And that's that, what it that comes to. Huge need. huge need. And as yeah. an, you know, I see myself partially as an educator and that's what that business is about is education to middle-class and such that that really lacks financial literacy teaching people mm-hmm. hey this is how i'm not i'm not by any means a financial certified or financial advisor or anything like that i'm i'm state licensed um life insurance agent for life insurance and annuities and i i educate on those options and and really empower people to make decisions that i personally didn't get anywhere else and i take that very personal i think like like man i'm a smart guy nobody told me this stuff that's not cool so I'm on a mission to share this information with people and what they do with it is up to them, but um, very empowering information that really can change our community, quite frankly. Um, you know, and so those are, those are my, my, my entrepreneurial endeavors so far. And like I said, it's a portfolio that I'm building because I just, I love helping people. I love seeing people grow. And these are vehicles that I get to do that with. Right. And then, you know, obviously with my job as an executive that, you know, being in healthcare and end of life care, that's just something that is um, very fulfilling for me. So I get to, you know, I have the good fortune of, of getting to work in a, in a space that is really fulfilling. And I get to do, you know, use my businesses as outlets for, for my personal passions, which is also very fulfilling. So I'm a very lucky person today. As without speak, without right? question, uh, right. you know, again, your your story is fascinating, and I love the fact that you know yourself, you know what you're good at, yep, and you 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 lead with your brand. Your brand is people. People right. are my brand, and this is how. And all those other uh, aspects, your your skill sets, you know, are just enablements. How right. that I can enhance the lives of others um, in your circle. Yep. One of the coolest things about this, and I'll go back to the mentor mentee situation, you know, as I, as I educate and I help and I develop or, or be an instrument to those things, one of the, and if you, you'll hear the, the resemblance to my earlier years in, in my story, the evolution of me as a person is challenged, right? And so I can't tell you, I can't give you advice. I can't tell you to do something if I'm not already doing it myself. I, I can't pers- I mean, yeah. somebody could, I can't do that. Right. So when I give guidance or I talk about things on my podcast or, I, or we have conversations, it's, it's coming from a place that I've personally experienced or I'm working on, but is it always from a place that I speak from me and my experience? It's not theoretical. It's not from a book. And what that does, is it doesn't mean that I know and I've experienced everything, but I continue to 
invest in myself. No, you speak from your experience and that's what resonates with people because you've got to have that, that uh, emotional component. And that's the story. That's yep. the difference between you know, reading something and then having someone tell you their experience. The experience right. has the power right. in it. You know, I, I can't say I'm the, I'm the end all be all of all personal branding. Of course right. not. I can only say from my experience and what it's done for me personally, I can definitely tell that story. And right. I love the fact that others, and I, I get that feedback from my network. Grant, I love what you're doing. I, I see what you're doing. Can you even show me what you are doing? Right. So I felt compelled to not just talk about what I, you know, my own particular story when it comes to personal branding. I, I wanted to make it uh, tell the stories of others. Mm-hmm. Because I see you out in the world. You've got a fantastic story. I know there are people out there that need to hear this to move them to that next level. Right. 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 And, and, and moving to the next level. So that's a really good point. Moving to the next level is just moving to the next level. But then what? Right. And so for me, from my perspective, is that it's that constant pursuit of the next level. Mm. Personally. Because I can't tell you to get to the next level if I don't know what the next level is like. So I'm always investing in myself, my mindset, personally developing. I'm always literally trying to be better tomorrow than what I am today and better than what I am, what I was yesterday. And that is something that is conscious. Yes. Yes. Every day I do something, whether it's, it's a new practice, reading something, putting myself in a position to flex a muscle that I probably haven't used in a while, doing something progressive. And I think that is, that is capability we all have within our reach. And we, we could do a lot better with that. Well, you said it right. When I was growing up, okay, you had three, maybe four television stations, right? You had two maybe three radio stations that you might may have tuned into. You had encyclopedias. We are in the information age, right? You can tune in or have your own programming. Here we are today, mm-hmm. basically podcasting. What is pocket podcasting is actually radio. Right. And then we're doing radio and television right now. That would have been almost impossible, right? Just yep. think 20 minutes, 20 years ago. So it's up to the individual now to tune in to the programming that's going to benefit them. You don't have to sit there and watch the six o'clock news. And that's the only world that's being told. Yep. There's there's, you have to take it upon yourself to get other points of view, to yep. get the education that you want. Right. Right. You don't have to wait, you know, forever, you know, to see this great, you know, what, you know, the series or whatnot to take you to that next level. So I I really appreciate the the digital age in that respect. I tell people all the time, yeah, I'm not a millennial, but I figure now, especially in my uh, career, it's so much easier. I was like, wow, it's so much easier before I, how would I know all the different, you know, executives in a, in a a particular company that it would be almost impossible to, to get that kind of uh, knowledge, you know, Mm -hmm. unless you started really digging into a 10K or something like that. And you still don't really know the, the backgrounds and that. Now it's so much easier. LinkedIn's got it. You got it in a snap. That's just one formula. 
So if you want to learn about something like personal branding, wow, I can pop that into Spotify, get a bunch of podcasts, right? I can pop it into YouTube, get a lot of information. You got so much how-to information. But going back to your earlier earlier point, still, you have to have the experience yourself. Mm -hmm. That's the telling point. How is it going to work for you is the only one way to find out, and that's to do it. And and you just said it, right? So there's... There's two types, there's two situations we can evaluate here. There are, and we've heard many variations of this. There are people who let life happen, and then there are people who live life, right? And, and the difference between those two comes down to really action. Uh-huh. Right? And so my podcast called Do Something speaks directly to that. What I just talked about every single day there's some, some sort of action that puts you in this progressive form. It's the same thing. Action is the key, right? But to your example, you can turn on the TV and consume whatever the TV gives you, or you can, you can go get what you want because right. it's all out there. Yeah, It's all out there, right? You can choose what you participate in. You can let it come to you or you can go get it. The people that will, will realize, you know, any form of success are the ones that go and get it themselves because nothing's going to get handed to you. Nothing's going to fall into your lap. You know, I, I don't believe in luck. Yeah. I, I just don't believe in luck. Create your own luck. Create, go make it happen yourself. A lot quicker. A lot right? quicker. And, I, and I say, you know, you, you just got to boil it down to two words. Do something because doing something is better than doing nothing. So anything yeah, you yeah. do is going to, is going to give you purpose and direction you choose what you do and make sure it aligns with your purpose and direction. Coming back to my point of knowing where you are and where you want to go. Man, that, that's sage advice. We're, we're going to conclude here. It's been a wonderful session with, with you, uh, Naresh. Absolutely. Thank you. And I also want to make sure that the audience knows how to get in contact with you. If they want to tune into your, to your podcast and what you're doing in your entrepreneurial pursuits, um, please let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, my company is called the Spark Company. Um, I'm on, you know, my podcast is published everywhere. Podcasts can be heard. Uh, YouTube channel, you know, aptly named the same. I'm all over social media in that sense as well. So I'm really easy to find. <laughs> if you go looking for me, you'll definitely find me. <laughs> Excellent. Well, go find uh, Naresh. Take some of his advice. This has been another episode brought to you by Five Star BDM. And we want to welcome you to next week's episode, which we will also have another special guest. So thank you very much for following the brand.